Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Hemke. And you're listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, another special edition of our All Truck Challenge Competitor interview series. Uh, we've had such good feedback and response awesome. on this. It's been it's super been a, fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, hey, today we have on Patrick Pascal. Patrick, how the hell are you? Uh, doing pretty good. How about you guys? No, we're, we're live great, and kicking, man. man. We're it. live and kicking. So. <laughs> now, Patrick, uh, you are one of the few competitors we have talked to that has not previously complete, competed in all-truck challenge. Is that correct? That is correct. All right, man. Well, hey, we're going to dive into the first question we ask any of our new guests then. Right. How'd you get your start in diesel performance? I... <sighs> I bought my first truck. Uh, it's actually the same truck that I use to this day and still compete with. Uh, I bought it back in 2014. My cousin had a Duramax before that. Kind of fell in love with the whole thing. I grew up with my dad kind of uh, working at a shop. Never really saw diesels until my cousin bought one. Kind of just fell in love with the whole entire aspect of it. And bought my truck and decided that I didn't want to do IT and computers for a living. Uh, left and against everything my dad wanted uh went and decided to be a mechanic um i would beat my son sometimes i regret uh it's taken a i should have listened to him and beat up my body <laughs> but i pretty much from there just kind of worked hard i uh, learned them inside and out and i've slowly made a name for myself locally and uh just been been growing since then that's awesome you said 2014 or 2004 you first got around trucks 2014 Holy shit, you're new to it, man. Yeah, you're <laughs> I, I'm really, yeah. I think I originally, I think I the first time I really learned what a Duramax was and really got in on was 2012, but I didn't own my first diesel truck until 2014. Okay. That's awesome. So now, give our listeners a little bit of background. Now, I know you, you haven't competed in All Truck Challenge prior, but you have had some experience in the inner workings of uh, All Truck Challenger, King of the Streets prior. Walk our listeners through that. Yeah. What's your exposure been like with that event? So I've, my, actually, some of my first truck pulls ever with Sarah uh, years ago when she did it, I uh, was brought in. Uh, Derek Borden actually had put together a stock OEM turbo class uh, for a sled pull out in Connecticut. I think it, I think it was Hebron. But uh, I went out there. That was kind of like one of my first pulls, and uh, she was awesome. The whole crew was awesome. And I had a ton of fun pulling with the truck. And from there, I kind of kept in contact with Sarah. We did a, a few other events with her, and then, uh, she knew I was good with IT and stuff, and actually last year when uh, she started looking at the live stream stuff, we started talking about that, and uh, I worked hard with her last year to kind of bring that into a bigger picture, and uh, as, as a lot of people have seen now, we've uh, we've been working on Smoke and Speed Live TV. Right. Um, this past year, I put a lot more time into my, uh, my own shop, so I, I haven't gotten to work with them as closely. Uh, granted, she hasn't done as much this year, uh, as she's been busy herself, but it's—I've kind of—I've kind of worked my way in as far as helping them and also competing with them. So I ask everyone the same thing here. Paul and I talk about this a lot behind the scenes, but for you specifically, you've had the inside scoop, you know, kind of doing the live streams last year. You own a shop. You deal with this on a daily basis. Why are you throwing your hat and trying to compete this year? I, I brought my shop in this year, and I I really want to make a bigger name for myself as far as uh, showing what we can do, what we can build. Um, not gonna 
not going to have together what I was hoping for, but still going to come out, get my name out there, and try to try to grow my business. You know, Chris, we've seen this before where somebody who's new and young and passionate and right. has all the excitement gets out there and competes. And if you can crush it and you can win, that can lead to your success with I your mean, business. Or, or statistically improving year over year and staying together, right? Like sure. it's, it's it's a proper team. With that being said, what's the truck? Like like what's the truck? What are you what are you bringing to All Truck Challenge 2021? So I had big hopes and dreams at the beginning of this year, but obviously moving into our new shop, expanding, uh, bringing on, I was actually the only employee up until recently. I brought my brother in now uh, to help me as well. And I had to focus more on putting business, money into the business. So I'm actually going to show up with the same work stock truck that I've had for pretty much the beginning of time. But we put a little more fuel into it, and I wanted to have some fun, so we're definitely going to throw a lot of nitrous at it. (laughs) What's the truck, and what's the current setup? Uh, It is a 2004 Chevy 2500. Uh, It's an LLY. Crew cab, short bed, uh, still stock motor, uh, has a set of 100 overs in it. Uh, A dual fueler setup uh, from PPE with just a stock LBZ pump. Uh, it has an in-house built uh, PPD transit with uh, limitless diesels kit, uh, Suncoast converter. Uh, other than that, it's got some other uh, smaller things, uh, dirty hooker front end parts, dirty hooker uh, safety equipment. Uh, what do you got for a turbo under there? Uh, still stock turbo, actually. What? We've, we've had a lot of fun just pushing this truck as far as we can. I actually... I bought this truck with 175,000 on it. We call this truck the unicorn. It's I can't kill it. No matter what we've done, we've we've done monster burnouts with it. It's overheated a million times. It actually still has stock head gaskets and stock head bolts. Uh, that's actually going to change in the next few days here before we head out. I'm not going to push <laughs> push that any further. Uh, but we have I have yet to be able to hurt this truck. And I told uh, told my tuner. I said, I want to go out here, and if this truck survives, I was like, it's coming out. The motor's going to sit on a bench at the shop, and that's the end of its life. It it owes me nothing at this point. I need a forklift real quick to get my jaw off the floor. What do you mean (laughs) It's this thing is still running? This thing should have been done years ago. The other funny thing is it actually had a stock transmission to it for a long time, and we had the dual fuelers on it and everything back then, and I just couldn't kill it. Sled pulling. Obviously, we kept it out of fifth gear because it wasn't going to hold. But uh, we sled pulled. It ran a 12.9 at the drag strip with a bone stock transmission in it. It's just been a long-running joke that this truck just will not die. Well, it, you, you also it have... changed in the next few weeks. We never know. Yeah, but it sounds like you have a pretty decent <laughs> understanding of the limitations of the truck. You know, I know from from my, my 9 to 5 dealing with, with end users and talking about the weaknesses of a 5-speed Allison... You know, those transmissions are a lot more robust than guys are, are willing to give credit, but there's certain things that you have to do in, in, in keeping it together, like staying out of fifth gear. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, so, definitely. you know, everything that you're saying makes total sense. We've seen it here at the shop and things of that nature, but nonetheless, to, to still have, you know, a truck that runs, you know, high 12s and to have that type of fueling and still be a stock head gasket and stock head bolts on an LOI is nothing short of amazing. That, absolutely. So, yeah, oh, I know. And that's. It amazes me every single day. <laughs> so now with this, would you say most of your experience is is in the, the sled pulling, or would you say most of your experience is in drag racing? 
What are I you better at? A lot at? more experience. Oh, definitely sled pulling. I I'm not I'm not great at anything. Uh, at least as far as competing goes, mainly because I haven't had the time to get the truck out as much as I'd like to. The truck's been to the track twice uh, in its entire life, and it's been three years since it's been to the track. So that's uh, even more impressive. That's even more impressive yeah. that you were able to take a stock turbo Duramax 1290, and you only been to the track once or twice. Yeah. So that, even more impressive, yeah. to say the least. It actually, the first time we went was without a lift pump on it. It actually ran a 13.2 first time down the track ever. Wow. Kinda, that's cooking. I almost shit my pants. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Wow. Now, there is a lot of drag racing at this event, so I think it's, if I remember rightly, it's bracket racing on the strip and then dirt drags heads up racing. How do you feel about going into that? Uh, I actually got to do a little bit of dirt dragging last year with Sarah at uh, one of the events. I had some fun with that. Uh, Truck was not set up. I actually towed our fifth wheel camper out last year because when we were working the event, I unhooked the camper, uh, aired down my tires and made a few passes on the track. Uh, Had some fun there. Uh, looking forward to getting back on the street. I've been actually doing a few test hits in front of our shop here, just trying to get the truck dialed in, get it as close as I can to hopefully make some solid passes again. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. So, m- million-dollar question for you, Patrick. You have experience sled pulling. You have experience drag racing. You've been around dirt drags. You got all that wrapped up here. Um, it's a it's a street truck at heart, right? So you're the the, the idling or the the hundred mile driver, whatever ends up being of that, you're going to have wrapped up. I would assume the truck doesn't have a lot of dyno experience, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You're definitely not in the upper end of power here. You mentioned earlier you're no, going to bring in not. a lot of nitrous. How much nitrous do you plan on pumping through this thing? sure i haven't looked at the jets yet uh is pretty much as much as the i can possibly send through it i what i pretty much told <laughs> my tuner is i said i don't care if it explodes uh i said make it push as much power as you can out of 100 and as much nitrous as we can put through it i said if it blows up on the dyno i hope someone gets a really cool video of it and i won't be the least bit upset because at the end of the day i i like to have fun put on a show and you know, make people laugh and have a good time. My name is Patrick, and I like to party. Yeah, I right. dig it. <laughs> all the all the essential P's in life. Do you have a power goal in mind? Like, is there something, is there a power goal that you would like to see forth on the dyno when the truck is running on the rollers? Bottom end, LOI. Obviously, I'll have head gasket studs and a set of hundreds and dual pumps. I, If I could push 750, which I feel like, Everyone's telling me it's completely reasonable with a lot of nitrous if it holds together. I'd be happy. Okay. If reasonable. it explodes after that, I'll be even happier. So. Well, nice thing, Dino. <laughs> Dino's the last day, man. Dino's the last event. So I mean, you get to. I'm actually really excited about because <laughs> uh, I, I said no matter what, I was gonna I was gonna send it hard on the Dino. But when I saw that it got moved to the last day, I was like, oh, now it's it's whatever. Maybe we just won't even put a jet, and we'll just spray as much as we possibly can. Right. Oh, it's gonna have fog. two jets. Make yeah. it three. Make yeah. it three. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I like this, man. I think this is gonna be a fun truck i think this is going to be a really cool event to see a truck like this compete because you know chris we've talked to other guys about consistency you don't know if some of those big 2800 horsepower trucks are going to blow up and be able to make right. all of the events we've talked to some other guys we know there's some other young guns out here that are going to be running some similar horsepower levels with you yeah. and then of course there's the king of the streets trucks that i think are going to be 
I think they're going to be compared to you guys, and a lot of those I think are going to be lower horsepower vehicles. Well, we've always talked about in these types of events where you have mul- mul- multiple tests, if you will, yeah. uh, multiple competitions. It's about consistency, you know, and we've had other competitors on the show where they've taken a more conservative approach with turbocharger systems and things like that to be less stressful on the drivetrain and to be more predictable when when applying the power and sure. getting up and going. So, you know, I think it's going to be really interesting to, to see this, this nice shakeup or mix up where you don't get to see that in any other event. There's no other event that's been available for for spectators to view, uh, where you could take a 1,800 horsepower truck and a 600 horsepower truck and throw them into the ringer together, and it's based on consistency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, consistency of being able to, to keep it together and compete at a high level. So you might see, you know, those top five having trucks that make considerably different power numbers. <laughs> it's just all about how the cards shook up in that weekend. That's right. That's right. Uh, Patrick, what ch- what event or what uh, part of this competition do you think will be the hardest for you? Um, I think the drag racing aspect. Uh because I, I just haven't had the seat time that I, I wish I had in the truck recently, uh, the truck was always consistent before. The last time I went to the track, it ran four 12.9s in a row, no problem. So consistency, consistency was never an issue before. But not having the seat time and stuff like that and running against guys that I know are quick and have a lot of drag racing experience is definitely going to be a challenge. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that, you know, I mean, there is this other reality of like, you can only get so good at drag racing. Uh, There is a certain point where, you know, what's the difference between 10 years experience and five years experience? It's like, well, if if you've gotten the same number of passes, like, you know, it is what it is. Um, and, And there is some youth to this, right? Like we've noticed that there is. There is something about that that youthful nature of being out there drag racing and that that lending itself well. You know, we've seen guys with a little bit less obsession over every single detail and guys who more just kind of like, oh, I know the truck and I don't know how I do it, but I know I run the same ET every right. single pass. It's like, well, usually that's the, a really hard guy to beat. Yeah. He's um, seasoned in this at that rate, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now I know everybody's kind of taken a taking some time to look at some of the other competitors in the event who else do you think is going to do well in this event do, do you think there's a top three out there that uh you're keeping your eye on uh, it's, uh i'm gonna be honest every year it seems like it's up for grabs and it and that's what i love about this competition it's it it's not where you do great in one aspect you're going to be the top guy it's every single part of this competition you got to work for you got to work for every piece of this to be able to keep on top. And with that, some guys are really good in other aspects than others, and it's it's a it's a throw up, and that's what I love. It's everybody shows up here, and it's you can think you're the best there is, and it's it's gonna throw you a curveball every time. Yeah. Um, top guys, I I don't even know. Uh. Oof. Oh, uh, I'm not really sure. Hey, if you if you want to call out who you think is going to come in last place, I'll take that too. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. It could be me, honestly. <laughs> oh come on, come on. So humble. We prepped you and everything. So All you got to do is talk shit. All you got to do is talk shit. <laughs> I'm to have fun. I really don't care where I place at the end of the day because that's 
I'm just there to put a smile on my face. Obviously, I'd like to be the top guy, but let's be realistic. I got a, a work stock truck that's just not going to be the top dog. Well, I, I mean, love that you're I going out there to give it a shot as, anyways. <laughs> I'm going to give it everything it's got, though. I think if you as can... I think if you can spray the heck out of it with nitrous, right, and the truck stays together, that's a win. Like, that is a yeah, win yeah, altogether, yeah. right? That's, yeah, that's what I've told everyone. I said, if the truck drives home, uh, I'm honestly, as everyone knows, I drive this truck everywhere. <laughs> I'm probably going to drive it there. If it drives home after this, I it owes me nothing, and this truck can just be parked for the rest of its life. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I I think this is going to be another one of those trucks that guys you're gonna you're gonna have to make sure you get out there, you take a look at this, you watch this truck compete, you see what this truck is capable of, uh, because I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see out at the track. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Is there anybody you'd like to say thank you to? I, I'd like to thank everybody who's helped me at, at all this time. Obviously, my family helped a lot uh, as far as helping me get started uh all my friends uh aj Caraldi uh has helped me a ton uh getting the truck ready uh my cousin cody's helped a ton uh a lot of a lot of companies have helped me uh fast uh xdp has, has helped me a lot get my business started uh duramax you guys have actually worked with you guys on uh, tuning a lot of trucks uh a lot of emissions compliant trucks i should say um and then, obviously, uh, my girlfriend has been a huge support. Uh, she she runs the office. That's actually who you guys talked to originally. Uh, and she is, if I didn't have her here, I wouldn't have the time to really spend working on getting my truck ready and coming out to the events and doing stuff like that. Well, it's definitely a team effort, to say the least, right? That's right, man. Well, hey, th- thank you so much for carving out some time to talk to us today, Patrick. Uh, if people want to follow you and see your truck and some follow along with the action, what's a good place for them to do that? Check us out on Instagram, which I believe my Instagram handle is Patrick underscore PPD. Patrick PPD. All right, man. Well, I know we'll be jumping on to follow that. Listeners. Uh, thank you so much for sticking with us through another All Truck Challenge competitor interview for today. This has been Paul Wilson and Chris Emke. Thanks for listening. Let's cook it. I almost shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No.